I started from nothing Never knew where my next meal was coming But I transform my life, I stay one step ahead Mindset of disruption, I own the edge This is a drill cast, where I bring the wisdom you need Everyone is selling knowledge, I get mine away for free I'm as real as it gets, you either love or hate me Best believe I'm major league, Bill Hines, that's me This is the drill cast Welcome everybody to the Thrillcast. This is our second podcast back from a long hiatus and uh, we have a very exciting guest today. It's kind of diving into areas that I, I don't know anything about. When, when we start talking about it, you'll understand that. But we have John Rotolo here today. He's a podcaster and comedian. And uh, John, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me on, Bill. What is up, Thrillcast audience members? Uh, thank you for having me on. I'm excited. You know, my listeners in the Thrillcast world, you know, they're used to seeing uh, stuff with like music or like Chad Gracie and you got the drums in the background there and, and obviously all racing and other sports related stuff. So this is going to be a treat. And uh, I know, you know, my producer and uh, the other part of the team, we've always wanted to have, you know, to branch out and just bring other, you know, eclectic and, you know, uh, mesmerizing individuals on and just get a different perspective. So, uh yeah. So I'll apologize to your audience in advance then for uh, for me being on. I'm probably not their uh, cup of tea. That's not true. <laughs> I will yeah. do my best to uh, give you guys some entertaining stories uh, in the fascinating life of John Rotolo. Perfect. Yes, sir. So you have a podcast. What is that podcast? Because then we could have people just go see what you're about as well. Sure. So it's kind of confusing, but if you're looking for it, uh, Good Times Universe, uh, just type that in to, you know, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, or Pandora, all that stuff, uh, and you should find it. But the weird thing is, is that's kind of the name of my production company, and the podcast I do is the J-Row Show. But I kind of started it off all together under Good Times You, so I haven't oh. separated it yet. So if you're looking for the podcast or my stand-up comedy stuff too, it's all under Good Times Universe. Eventually, I'll break them out into separate things, but for now, it's just all uh, under that umbrella. Nice. And let me make sure that is... Oh, it's okay. We, we keep that in. That's the way it's unscripted. You know? it's not... <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. That was uh, the president calling. He uh, wants me to help him with his 2024 campaign. Or his speech patterns, right? <laughs> yes. I'm yes. Just kidding. Joe, breathe. <laughs> That's funny. So with the um, so your comedy, you know, you've been doing some gigs, and uh, you know, tell us about your next gig. Yeah. So uh, I don't know when this is coming out, but March 12th, uh, which is the next Sunday coming up, uh, I have a nice gig at the Producers Club uh, in the Rose Room. Uh, it's one of their bigger rooms. Uh, it's my first uh, paid gig as a stand-up comedian. I've been I've been doing this for going on drinks two, on John drinks on me. Yes, I don't drink. <laughs> so perfect. Then definitely they're on me. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm definitely excited about it. I'm nervous. Um, like I said, I'm about two months into this uh, journey, but I am not stopping uh, until I have a tour bus with my face on it and I'm going all across the United States. That's actually, I like that goal. I actually love that goal that you actually see, um, and I'm, a, I'm big on that. Like you see it, you believe it. I'm, I'm one about the power of positive thinking. Yeah. Um, and, 
you know, what a, what a good goal to have. And and so so what type of material, you know, for the listeners are you in? Because there's obviously different types of comedians and they like some are more like, you know, off their reservation. Some yes. are more like dirty. Yeah. Like where are you, where are you at in the realm? I, um, I'm no holds barred. So, uh, all topics are, are good topics to My me. My kind of guy. Yeah. Like, uh, I start off the show with, um, you know, asking the audience, like, let them know, like, it's crazy. You got to be PC nowadays. And like, when did it become inappropriate to joke about fucking your dog? You know? So like right away, <laughs> I get out there to let them know that like, this shit is all funny, crazy, made up. Nobody's fucking our dogs here. So it's all just Goats. fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I have little dogs too. So if you, if they actually think I bang those dogs, it'd be a little weird because uh, <laughs> they're small. Don't do that to dogs. I'm no, a, I'm a dog lover. I actually, I, there was a meme the other day and says, you know, I like dogs. Like dogs are better than most people. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. Like I, I go a step further because you heard people where they put peanut butter on their balls and then they let the dogs lick it off. I give my dogs the reach around. I put peanut butter on their balls and I lick it off of them. So I, I help them out. <laughs> You know, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> spread like, the spread the love. I wish I could see their two guys' faces right now. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's probably like uh, the audience faces when I say it, they're like, "Don't talk uh, about cats." Somebody will f- throw something at you. Oh my goodness! Right, cat guy. I, uh, I, you know, sometimes do uh, audience work, and I was doing like a, a joke about uh, an ugly guy or girl, and then I, by mistake, actually pointed to an ugly guy or girl, and like. I just felt bad when I did it, like because her face was like, "Why me?" And I was like, "The room was dark, and I didn't realize until I like pointed there." So uh, that's not my humor. I, I never like like I like to make jokes and stuff like that at my expense. Other yeah. people's expense, I can handle it, but never like I felt bad there. I actually and, like the jokes that kind of make people feel uncomfortable and make them think. You know, it's like, you know, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's fun. The awkward silence, and then when the joke clicks, that's like my favorite. Did, did you get a chance to see the Chris Rock, um, you know, because being a comedian, I, I just wanted to pick your brain on that because I, what I what what he did, what Will Smith did to Chris Rock, I thought was just nuts. Like, Absolutely. you know, because, you know, and I watched it and I thought, one, I thought for him waiting as long as he did and then like the one thing you should never do is fuck with a comedian, I say, because they like they're going to wait and they, right. they got then their talent to like your brains, your brains work different. Right. And you're gonna all the time in the world, and when they come, like like he went in on him, he did. And I don't have any problem with what Chris Rock did because of how the whole thing happened. Like literally, it's like Jada Pinkett was out there, like blowing. Like what he said was, "Yeah, when's the last time like any like we all get cheated on, right? Right. That's as they said, when's the last time you got interviewed by the person you cheated on? Like, that was a great line. Like, hey, so uh, I'm sucking somebody's dick. How'd you feel about that? <laughs> like, what, as the comedians, like, to me, I don't think there was one comedian that, like, backed Will Smith. They're like, oh, okay, whatever. Well, yeah, I, I guess, like, after it happened and people had time to reflect, everybody was like, Will Smith's a dick. But let's not forget that, like, 20 minutes after that happened, all of Hollywood gave him a standing ovation for when he won the Oscar. So, um, yeah, I I was happy to see Chris Rock go in there uh, and do that awesome uh, live Netflix thing and and really kind of lace into both Jada and Will um, in in still a comedic way. It wasn't it wasn't um, 
it wasn't really uh, bad blood to it. You know what I'm saying? Even though- I don't even think it was vindictive. I mean, no. I was just saying like, hey, what, let's like, yeah, that happened to me. And I'm going to talk about it. Right. The one of the funniest things I heard was when he says, yeah, like I fucking have summertime playing in my ear. And then he goes, drums, please. Like that was fucking just a hilarious line to me. It's classic. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I think this brought out a vengeance in Chris Rock. I, I think he was getting wrapped up in the whole Hollywood side of things. Yep. And then he realized real quickly, like, these are all fake people, man. Like when push comes to shove, they're going to stand up and clap for somebody who just slapped me in the face. So, you know, I think he is diving back into the stand up thing. And I think he did beautiful, beautiful on that uh, live stream. And that was uh, that was a, a first. Right. That was Netflix first live, live stream. show. Yeah. yeah. And actually. So when I went to watch it the first night, it was already done. And then I went into it and it was this longer thing, whereas the first hour and a half they had like so he was in Baltimore, but they had like the pre-show, and it was at the comedy club or the one that Paulie Shore's mom owns out in like West Hollywood. Comedy so they, yeah, they, they had a couple, they had a few people going there, and they, they had a really nice looking, and then they had an after show to talk about it afterwards. Oh, but like so when you now if you go on the special, you only get his hour, right? But there was like a before, which was fucking hilarious, and then there was an after, which were like it was almost like a sporting event. They're like, so uh, when he said this, what you think about? Like it was oh, like, man. you know, I was like in sports, they do color commentary yeah. or at halftime. Like so after the show, they just sat around and were like, what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? And wow, yeah, it was fucking hilarious. When I I saw so I watched it, I guess a day or two after it streamed, and it said, you know, stay tuned after for something, but it said only during live show so that must be what i missed yeah so when you went back to watch it it wasn't there anymore yeah you could tell but it was like they were basically giving you again like it was the super bowl like afterwards like hey what'd you think of this it was and then everyone talking about it but uh, you know hey you know that that to me is like one i think that they should have even not given him the Oscar that night. He should have been thrown out of the Oscars. Yeah, they should have been. I mean, let's just chalk it up for what it was. When Chris Rock first said the joke, the cameras cut to Will Smith. He's laughing. Yeah. And then his his wife's laughing too. So she wasn't. And I think that's where he then got upset. And and then once he saw her not laughing, then he goes up and fucking does it. But now if that was The Rock and not Chris Rock who said that joke... That motherfucker ain't going nowhere. He ain't slapping yeah, nobody. I think if it was Dave Chappelle, you ain't going nowhere. Exactly. Dave Chappelle exactly. go gangster. Uh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I just felt so bad. And Chris Rock handled it like a champ. Um, you well, know. Like I said, he took that shit like Pacquiao. <laughs> like, That's man. what he's, he's like. I took that shot like Pacquiao. And then... Uh, yeah, I mean that was good. So, what would you do if you like you were on stage and someone came up and like oh. like like I said, you say, "Hey, the ugly girl." What if her boyfriend came up and because it, it now it's like the, to me is like you being a comedian, right? Yeah. And again, that's part of the thing. Like you're picking on him. Like what's that guy, Matt Rife? He he does a lot of that stuff, right? He goes in on people like in the audience. And but so what if there's like a a boyfriend that's jealous or the girlfriend that's jealous and something happens and now like. With Will Smith doing it, almost right. like gives like um, like a like it's okay to go do that, and that's not okay. Like that's For sure. don't if you got thin skin, don't go to a comedy. Don't go show. to a comedy show. Don't go to a comedy show. One hundred percent. Good question, Bill. Um, so I grew up with the mouth and voice of a comedian. So like I was saying things to be funny, and a lot of times it would get taken the wrong way. 
And it did, um, you know, get me into a you lot. Get beat of, up a lot. <laughs> fortunately, no. My father put me in wrestling at a young age, so I, I knew how to defend myself from a young age. And I always, you know, did my best to avoid fights. But like I said, my mouth would sometimes go, and you could only apologize so much. A punch is thrown. Yeah, you got to defend yourself. So uh, I did get into a, a, a decent amount of fights growing up. Um, I've gotten to some in my older age too. Uh, I, on stage. Though I've been, nobody's, that didn't really spark anything. Nobody's like, you could have banter and stuff, but nobody's getting up to come at you. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, to be honest. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, when I saw it, I was like, mm, I hope that doesn't give people like a license to become a fucking asshole at, right. a, at a live event. Or even like, example, like if like the band live or whatever, any band's playing Metallica and like, you know, the, the, the singer says something or maybe they like cut a set list short or right. something and it gives like the fans a, like a, you know, an opportunity to interfere with the artists and what they're doing. Like, it's like just stay in your fucking seat or even in sports. Like now I guess in college it's acceptable where they rush the court or rush the field. Yeah. After break the, the over, fucking, should... like even that, I'm like, all right, you don't need to break the goalpost down and take them down to bourbon street. You know, like, <laughs> Hey, I've been on Rutgers field after they won a game. I didn't take down the, the field. Their goal only post. win. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, this, so this was, uh, this was like five, six years ago, but, uh, a company I was working for got me beautiful seats and then they won, jumped up on the field, partying with the team. Like it just seemed, I saw everybody doing it. I was like, let's go. But bands kind of got it a little bit easier. Like a comedian, it's pretty much just you and the crowd. You know, Banji, you sometimes have that barrier there. Yeah. Security, a lot of security. Security, exactly. Um, so you just got to watch. Like I said, I don't, my humor is definitely off the wall, but it's, it's, it's a lot of on myself or, or my family. Uh, it's not really picking up. You got up. any like clips on YouTube or anything? Or will this, this new gig, this paid gig, will that be like, like recorded and you're going to upload it somewhere? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, I kind of thought about this whole thing um, uh, like really well before I went into it. So I was just, I always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Um, I just kind of never knew how. Like uh, growing up, like I just love to make people laugh. Like in school, that was what I wanted to do. Like, okay, learn and learn and then just figure out how to make the class laugh or whatever. Uh, so I always wanted to do it, but it just seemed like very kind of daunting. I'm like, how did what do you just get up there and and talk like? Yeah. So then I started listening to comedians and um, figuring out how they do it, and I started following their process. So from the beginning, I started videotaping my writing sessions, videotaping my practice sessions. I videoed myself going to my first open mic. I videoed the first open mic. So I've been taking videos of this whole journey um, for when I do hit it big that I have already a pre-made documentary ready to rock and roll. Well, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Not many people have the, the kind of like the, the, the presence of mind to know that and again i think it has something to do with your your vision and your ability saying i see myself my face on a tour bus you 100 know? and and the fact that you can see that you're like okay well i know where i'm going it's going to be somewhere special let me document this journey yeah it's the strangest thing bill so i'm 40 years old now and spring chicken spring chicken yeah and you know your whole life you hear all these what you think are cliche sayings like you know, whatever, um, whatever you want, just put your mind to it, focus 100% into it. You know, anything you want is attainable. And, 
you know, hearing that growing up, I always believed it, but I just never really implemented it. And um, just with this stand-up comedy thing, I've just, I have so much passion to do it and so much drive to do it that I'm starting to see that as long as you work hard at whatever the hell you want, you can achieve your goals. So, I, you know, I, I did my short-term goals, long-term goals, and uh, slowly but surely starting to check them off as I go. And like I said, yeah, I'm not stopping until this is on a, on a tour bus going around the United States and making people laugh all over the uh, continental United States. We'll go check out Hawaii and Alaska too. Yeah, definitely, for sure. I mean, well, maybe you'll be on the side of one of my uh, stadium super trucks. There you I'll go. Put your face on there. That's what I'm talking I'll about. Do that. Actually, it's funny. You know, we obviously didn't know each other before Facebook and stuff. So I wanted to. So actually, uh, you know, got to know John through some like Facebook groups and stuff like that. But then, uh, interestingly enough, beforehand, you know, before we went live, we just started talking about each other. So I do want to bring this up because it's like such a contrasting. Uh, way of life type of thing. We, we got to talking beforehand, and I was telling John, and you know, most of my listeners know, most people know that, like I, I've never had a drink of alcohol in my life. I was I've, shocked, and I've never done a drug in my life. And and here's the thing about that, and to put people close to me know, and I always say, you know, when people find out for the first time, if you're at a bar or something like that, I go, well, I do enough stupid shit sober, <laughs> <laughs> and I think you've. Probably like, yeah, okay, I can see that. So could you imagine? And like my friend, like Chad Gracie, he's like, Bill, if you ever decide to drink or do drugs, I need to be there for that one. Yes, I and need to be there too. They're like, what bill are we getting? Like right. the funny bill. So, and obviously you said, well, I don't have that problem. I have drink and I've done drugs. And, and we've always talked about this on the podcast. Like we wanted to bring somebody on here, like a marijuana expert, like that had all the things. Cause I just don't know. And kind of like- this is why I don't do it. This is why you should do it. And we never got to that point, but I just think it's cool to have that type of yin yang type of deal. The yeah. other spectrum. My of point a... is, just because it's not for me doesn't mean it's not for yeah everyone. You know, I, I know there's benefits to marijuana and there's benefits to you know having a glass of red wine or whatever the fuck it is. But I mean, I don't think there's a benefit to putting a, like a needle in you with a heroin or something like that. <laughs> no, <laughs> so probably like, not. No, but it's like. There is a Harvard professor that does just that. He comes home at night and does heroin because he he studies all drugs and really? that's one of the things he does. He, Harvard? Harvard professor. But so you kind of got somebody cool on your pockets then cuz I've had I've had great experiences with drugs. Why aren't you conceited? <laughs> well, I don't I don't mean it like that. I mean, I, know, I, I mean just to give this perspective. I'm just kidding. Uh because I have been somebody who has uh, used and abused, I would say, every drug known to men except for, like, crocodilly. Like, I'm not doing some stupid homemade what, what fucking... What is crocodilly? It's some shit that they were doing, like, in Midwest, like, where they would shoot it and, like, it starts eating away their skin and you, like, look like a crocodile. That sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, they couldn't get a heroin, so that's what they were doing. But uh, I'm going to... I'm gonna. So I've seen both uh, spectrum of things. I've had good experiences with drugs, but because I've had respect for them. Um, so I always knew the repercussions of them. Uh, so like, for instance, if I ever did cocaine, I never did it two days in a row because I would be nervous that on that second day I could possibly get addicted. Same oh. thing with same thing with heroin. Same thing with anything. Any hard drug like that, I always made sure never do it two days in a row. 
Um, one drug that I did get uh, not addicted to, but abused uh, too much was angel dust. And in my mind, I didn't use it. I don't or even know what much. that is. I've well, heard of it. Let me tell you some stories. Like, I don't even though. know what it does. That's like, you know, like I hear people talk about mushrooms and this and acid and angel dust and PCP yes. and mar. Like, I, I honestly, it's like, I just, I, I don't, I don't. I really don't out. focus on and learning. I don't like to focus on or put, fill my mind with stuff that I have no interest in. So I just never learned about that stuff. So it's like, eh, it's not my world. Right. It's not people around me. So I just don't care about it. But I'm interested to know now just sure. because we have something to talk about. You know. Well, so I was the reason why I got I was interested in drugs is because the drug education was stupid. If you're yeah. going to sit there and dare was the big thing that they were doing back when I was growing up. Just say no. You just say no. But if you're going to sit there and tell me that marijuana is this bad drug and it's addictive and blah, 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 and then I try it and I have the greatest time of my life on it, I'm then going to start to wonder about the other drugs you that told you're me about. No right. Yeah. Uh, so I did happen to go out after trying marijuana. It was experimental. But I was also... Um, I guess uh, clever too because I would read up on the drugs and all right, what to expect. Yeah, 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 and figure out what had physical addictions, what had mental addictions, stuff like that. Um, but just to tell you a couple funny stories on on Angel Dust, uh, funny after the fact, right? And I always say that um, is it dust? Is it like no. so? No, it, they call it that. So it's PCP, Angel Dust, uh, but it usually comes in liquid form, and then you could take a cigarette, dip it in there. Or they have already taken that. Oh, so you dip it, the cigarette in it, and then you smoke the cigarette? And then you smoke the cigarette. And you get high from that? Oh, my God. Higher than you could imagine. So the first time I do Angel Dust, I'm like 24 years old. So I smoke the dip cigarette between myself and two other people. And I got beautifully high to where I was like, this is fucking amazing. So the next day, I bought five of them. Oh. Five of the dip cigarettes. And I smoked them back to back with myself and those other two people. Um, real quick, I went from thinking I had these godly powers to thinking I was dying. And it like kind of went on that seesaw for a fucking minute. And it was just it was just freaky. Did you think you could fly and like so here's the so not at that point but then so after i get these two uh experiences with it, i'm like this is kind of cool i want to i want to experiment a little bit more it takes so as long as you don't do too much if you do too much you become a fucking moron you could barely talk whatever if you smoke the right amount so if you take a cigarette and you smoke like five poles of it if you could play the guitar you are now a like 10 times better version guitar player like than Jimi you. Hendrix you become and no joke like I have videos because I, I could play a little acoustic whatever but then like you see me on that and it's like it just opens up your brain to do stuff and now is that to your mind like if somebody's watching you and sees it do you still suck <laughs> that's, what I'm saying. So, no, that's what I'm saying there's videos of it because yeah in my man I'm like whoa but no 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 there's videos where I'm like how the fuck am I doing that say it just enhances your whatever your whatever like your, your sensory yeah, stuff like it, it yeah. enhances your natural ability. Like, um, it gives you more strength. I don't know if it's the adrenaline. Do you think going people through? could do that, like, and, and play a sport? Like, if like somebody did PCP and went out to play a football game or a basketball game, yeah. you think it would enhance their sensory and 
if them- you hit that sweet spot, but it's so hard to gauge where that sweet spot comes. And it's very easy to go too much to where. Um, so here's where you go too much. I'm at my house in Red Bank and Jersey. Yes, sir. And I live in a, in a condominium high as a motherfucker on angel dust. Don't know where I am. Uh, FedEx is delivering a package to my next door neighbor and more angel dust. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. And, uh, so like there's a patio here and then my neighbor's down here. So I was up a little bit like on a hill. Yeah. So I go outside fully naked and the FedEx guys deliver a package and I'm standing there and, and I'm standing up and I'm shaking my dick around asking the FedEx guy, Hey FedEx, you ever see one of these? And my wife is trying to get me to come into the house, trying to get me to, uh, I wouldn't, just like n- not paying attention. So there you're doing stand-up comedy. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, See? basically. You, you, you're just like, you're in character. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so cops come and- I don't believe it. Yeah. Cops come and luckily my my wife is clever. They're like, what's wrong? With she, he's bipolar. He's off his meds. Like she thought real quick to- You were on up. your meds. <laughs> oh yeah. I was, I was on my meds for sure. So luckily they, um, you know, butt me up, put me in the back of the uh, ambulance and bring me to a, uh, a hospital rather than, um, you know, a jail, oh, <laughs> a jail yeah. cell. Uh, so, but so that's it. So you could literally be in, in a state to where, you know, you're, you're, you're moving along great and then boom, you do a little bit too much and you are gone. Like it's a, it's a hallucinogen and a disassociative. So yeah, it's in the same family as K or ketamine, oh. but it's different. Isn't that like a horse tranquilizer? That's what K is. Yeah, okay, cat yeah. tranquilizer horse. I don't. I think. I think if I think it's a cat tranquilizer because horse tranquilizer would probably kill humans. I th- I think. What? Anyone want to try that? Uh, before my next SST race, I'll do that. You'll see me crash into a wall. I'm well, just they, kidding, they're doing that stuff now. They're doing uh, ketamine. <laughs> yeah. um, Cocktails, right? They well, call it, yeah. no, no, no. It's for depression and anxiety. Like, they'll do a clinical setting where an IV drip and you fucking go into a full-on trip and it rewires, you know, Is that part brain. of that, like, microdosing people are talking about? So people are microdosing with shrooms. Yeah. Um, Mike, Mike Tyson, I saw him on a podcast, and he took fucking. That's not a microdose. It looked it looked like he was taking like a, like from playing baseball back in the day. People would take chewing tobacco, like the leafy shit. Yeah, but it looked like that. Like, yeah, I'm like, who does that anymore? And he's just holding it there, and that guy is an animal. I mean, that was like, you know, like a quarter ounce of shrooms that he was like. He does that re- religiously, um, and a lot of people are doing that. That's that's something like. The whole uh, psychedelic culture, like, so not for nothing, this is why I'm fast, this is what fascinated me with drugs was really the psychedelic portion of them. The other stuff yeah. is just fun, but it could lead down other, the the psychedelic portion, which the angel dust is part of, but just further, but the the LSD, the psilocybin shrooms, it, it opens up like doors in your brain um, that... And it connects you to things that feel so natural, but when you're not on it, you're not even aware of it. I was going to ask you, though, but is that real? So, Like uh, like when I go to bed at night, if I have a dream, I wake up, I know that that wasn't real. Right, so check this. Here, like here. I can be like, oh, I was in a Ferrari, but I wake up, there's not a Ferrari in my... Well, there probably could be. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like... So here, that's, here, here's an instant. That's my take on it because, like, I don't, like me, I don't have any desire to drink or do drugs. Right. And just because, honestly, like, I'm content with how I feel, like, 
in life. Like I'm a pretty happy guy. Right. Like even even if like something bad happens, you know what? I was still happy. Right. I have my daughters who I love. They love me, you know, and and just friends and family that supported me. And I was racing and so psychedelics don't have to be. It doesn't have to be just for depression stuff. It could also be your connectedness to the world. So here's here's what you're saying about like if you thought about the Ferrari, is it there in the morning? So no. But here, check this out. So here's how I know it opens up shit in your brain that. Well, I know Steve Jobs talked about that. Like, he's like, my greatest ideas came on when I was tripping on LSD. And, like, he quit school, and then he would just go into classes. Right. Like, I guess not even as a... As a, student. as a student, just and to go, just in. go in there, and that's how he came up with the fonts and the calligraphy, and he learned to, like how to do that part, which then, obviously, Microsoft picked up and all that. <laughs> right. So so I get that. Like, he says, it opened up a door to where it's like, hey, I wouldn't have whatever, dreamed about that or thought about that. And I did because I was tripping on this, you know? So check this out. So uh, we were all doing ecstasy was the rage back in the day. Like when I was in high school, that was fucking it. So uh, there's this Meadowlands Fair that comes to East I know the Meadowlands Fair. I grew up in Hillside, like not too far away from Meadowlands. So every end of June, July, that that big old fair comes. Huge fair. Huge fair. Uh, And as... uh, kids uh i lived in east rutherford so we could they would go and pay us like 20 bucks an hour off the books to work there and shit and all the irs best- is coming <laughs> was it they're gonna irs is gonna come oh for i'm you. sure please Maybe, i don't think they got the irs probably don't have a stack i've paid my fair share of taxes irs you know that i'd even do 1099s don't you dare um but uh so and the carnies uh, come from all over the united states they would bring the best the best drugs from all over the world or, or the united states so we're all doing ecstasy, except uh, me and my cousin. We each got a black gel tab of acid. So we were the only ones on acid in this room of about eight to 12 people. So now don't know how long shit's going on, but all of a sudden him and I are locked into conversations. Everything's going around you know, the room. Everybody's partying. Now, after being in this conversation for so long, all of a sudden, like, the room starts to get silent, and, like, we feel like everybody looking at us. We're like, what the fuck? So, like, we're looking around. They're like, I'm like, what's up, guys? They're like, what the fuck have you guys been doing? We're like, what? They're like, you have been talking to each other in some language that none of us have ever heard before. And then once they said that, I was like, holy shit. I started to, I was like, oh, my God, we were. So we were literally speaking. And you both understood each other? Understood each other. Had, and there was Spanish people in like the room. Like Klingon shit or something? Like what are you like, talking Like close to that. Really? You know what I'm saying? Like there were Spanish people in the room. It wasn't Spanish. It was some language I've never heard before. And you don't speak a second language. I don't speak a second language at all. At all. Because your last name's Italian, I would think. Yes. So. And I took Spanish one and two in high school. I, I, you don't speak any Italian? Don't speak any Italian. So I said, stano tutti bene. You wouldn't know? No. No, okay. So I know okay. nada. Oh, wow. But it okay. was the strangest thing because, like, I'll we, teach you some later. Yes, please. Curse Bafango. No, nah, that's actually uh. not really. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> everyone thinks that means fuck, but it really doesn't. Really? Yeah, it's kind of like go screw yourself, but kind of like. Oh, uh, see? You yeah. learn something yeah. new. Exactly. But yeah, so it's, tying into the whole thing, like that, psychedelics don't just have to be if you're depressed or something like that. It really makes you tap into universal things like getting into the whole you know the pyramids and stuff like that like everybody's saying they're about eleven thousand years old 
when you start getting dive deeper into that, you realize they're probably way older than that. And then how the fuck were they making stuff like that without, you know, the tools, tools that we have now? Yeah, yeah. There was other forms of technology back then that got wiped away by things. And and I'm not joking. These are things that when you take psychedelics, you start to tap into and 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 can feel. Well, I think also in if you know I think the human race that is on earth this earth would be ignorant to think that like we're the only ones in the world in the universe say or in the whatever you want the galaxies and everything because right. it's so big like like you, if you launched a rocket today you keep going fucking for like nobody's ever went and said okay i hit the end you know what I mean? exactly and came back exactly like how many years it takes to get to mars and stuff like that so um let me ask you a question though sure so for for like the drugs and the alcohol and stuff again never like it's well documented. I took a sip of Coors Light. It was warm. I was in the army. Yeah. I was actually at the Holiday Inn in Baytown, Texas. We were there out. in the army. Yeah, Baytown. <laughs> and uh, we were just there, and I was eighteen, and somebody gave me a beer just to try, and I spit it out. I was like, so alcohol's never been in my stomach. I had it, and I was like, I don't know what piss tastes like, but that's probably it. So let's hope not. Yeah. And then, and then uh, but it was like, everyone's like, that's your problem. It was a warm Coors Light. It was shit beer, blah, blah, True. blah. Try it again. I'm like, nope, I don't have any desire. Just like one time I ate an egg salad sandwich and it like, it sucked. And I was like, never eat that again. And like I had fried broccoli once. I just didn't like the texture. Never had that again. So it's for me, in my mind, it's like if I don't like something, I group them all together. Like to me, alcohol, uh, drugs, broccoli, and egg salad, it's all the same. And I just hmm. won't touch it. So- Here's my question. Sure. It's like, this is my ADD. I come around. I, I bring it back. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> I love it. Do you think that, again, I don't know the question or the answer to this. Do you think that like, hey, if you're a good person and a happy person, that if you're doing PCP or like whatever you're doing is enhances the goodness. And then if you're just like an absolute shit bag, that it's going to basically make you like, is it going to exaggerate the positives or negatives of the person that's doing it? So yeah, for for sure with the uh, LSD and the um, and the shroom psilocybin stuff like that, yeah. So it y you could almost see auras on people when you're on it for sure. Like like but I meant I, about you internally. Like yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. So um, like, do you become funnier? <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Like, I know, wouldn't say. But on PCP, or nicer or happier uh, and. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm PCP. Like I said, it'll enhance you. So if you're funny, it makes you funnier. But uh, uh, the the uh, shrooms and stuff like that, it really you're just experiencing stuff. So it's you, you might not even you might not even make sense while you're in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yeah, I wouldn't say it would make you funnier. Maybe the things you're doing um, are funny. But yes, you will def. It, you're definitely uh, introspective. Like you start to think of you know, something bad that you did and it really weighs on you. Like it makes you a better person and you're like, fuck, I should have handled that differently. Diff yeah. 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 It, it, and it, it makes you realize like, you know, the world, the earth is one spot that we all live on. Uh, let's try and uh, be groovy and, you know, chill on yeah. it together type of deal. 
Yeah, it's just like I said, I just, I'm, you know, I, I like to say I want to learn more about it just because, you know, I don't know and I've been ignorant to that situation just because I didn't want to know, you know, it just wasn't in my path at that time. But, you know, just from talking to like, you know, my guys over there and just different people, it's like, hey, you know, why not get that perspective instead of just like eh, dismissing it? Now, again, I don't personally, for me, I, I'll never condone that. Like, I'm not right. going to be telling my kids like, yeah, go do this or go get a medical marijuana card. I think, well, let me ask you me, this. You know what I mean? It, w- w- you just said that with your kids, go get a medical marijuana card. No, I said I would not. No, I know that. you yeah. said you would not, but you, some people actually brag about that, and I think it's but like, you all right. would if your kid was depressed. Go let them get on Paxil or no, Zola. No, okay, so no, no medicine. No. Period. I know people that that happened to, and and uh, and even like when I was a kid, like they were like, oh, he's hyper. Let's go put him on this or that. Right. And <laughs> the one thing I think they called it, I remember they called it Juni Juice. <laughs> it was like I forget what it is. It's like. Um, it's really for like hyperactive kids. I think they banned it eventually. But Ritalin my mom, or something. Yeah, Ritalin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they call it like it's like it was a nickname. Like, oh, you got that kid's on the Juni Juice, and that's I don't know. We called it in North New Jersey. Anyway, it's like <laughs> my mom's like, nope, I don't want to be on that. And I think that's kind of even like from my mom because my mom's like a hypochondriac. Like if like she sneezes, it's like I gotta go get an MRI. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like she's one of those. Right. Like oh, I stubbed my toe. Okay, gotta go to the foot doctor. So with me. I just didn't want to, um, like, I, I like to have all my faculties about me. I yeah. like to always feel like I'm in control, um, you know, because it's just like, um, and, and it's funny because there's 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 events I've been at and things I've been at where nobody remembers what happened, but I do. Right. And it's like, mm, okay, like things got out of hand or something like that, or there was physical violence or somebody hit somebody or, th- and it's like, oh shit. And it's like, oh, I don't realize what I did. And to me, it's like, I don't get that. It's like, or even like a drunk driver, like, oh, I was fine driving. And it's like, eh. You weren't. uh, I was behind you and you fucking hit a tree. Right. You know, it's like, so things like that. Like somebody said it before. He said, yeah, like, hey, you know, I don't go too hard into drugs. I just like, if I take an edible every once in a while, but I do it when I know, okay, I'm home for the night. Right. I'm in my lane I'm not going anywhere. I'm just fucking doing it just because just to chill and yeah. whatever, get in the zone. To me, I think like, okay, if you're in the confines of your own house, you're not hurting anyone and you're doing whatever. To me, I think that's okay. Like that's between you and yourself and you know what I mean? I think, I think me personally, right? I think if we're a free society and, and America yeah. is the freest uh, society there is, who the fuck are they to tell us what we can and cannot put in our bodies? Yes, you can tell us we can't do this in public. Uh, yeah, yeah. But- as long as it doesn't hurt, like my point is, like you know, don't be like doing PCP or LSD, and then or, going to hang out at a playground or some shit, or right? Fucking getting like ten, like have a one bottle of wine and two mixed drinks, right? And all this shit, and then getting in a car, and then like. You know, or thinking like a shower can sober you up. I actually literally yeah. had somebody say, you know, showers can sober you up. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. So a shower can sober you up? So like, like you get pulled over and the cop goes, hey, uh, hey, um, you, do you know uh, you were swerving? And like, don't worry, officer. Yeah, I had a, a bottle of wine and two mixed drinks, but, <laughs> but I, I took a shower. So I'm going to blow a .00. It's like, no, you're fucking ignorant if you think that. Very true. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like and the fact that when you do that, that's when your actions then kind of like cross the line because what if you hit, even like I said, somebody, I just saw on the news, somebody drove a car through somebody's like, 
like they were doing a podcast and they drove right through the fucking podcast. Wow. Like they were like talking like this, but there was like a window right there. And it, and it, the funny thing, not the funny thing, but they had those, you know, like the metal poles that they put cement in to like. Yeah. yeah. So they had them there, but they had them so spaced that the car fit perfectly oh, between wow. them. So they need another one there. And yeah. then it, it went through. And then like the guys, the podcasters were like this close to getting hurt, but they didn't get hurt. Wow. Well, I mean, that's uh, how Anne Heche, uh, she oh, was she doing died, the yeah. podcast. Then she was drinking on it, vodkas and soda and oh, shit. Yeah, she le- that's how she died? That's how she died. She left oh, the podcast. Fucking speed. She burned to death, I said. Yeah. I heard, right? Yeah, yeah dude. That's crazy. That's I mean, fucking nuts. My, what a way to go. That, so I don't. That n- Number one, fear of death is burning to death. Number two, race is, car drivers it, have that too. It's like I'm mm, sure. Fuck. fuck. Well, I see smoke. It's like later. See ya. And, and then two would be the drowning or buried alive type of deal. Even though it's not painful, that that this the panic. Yeah, in, in York County recently, there was two gentlemen that were just lovely people, the great family, and they, they went out on a skiing trip and they got like literally buried in an avalanche. Like, what a way to go. And, and and honestly, it's like nobody deserves that. And they were just such great people for the community. And, you know, my heart breaks for them and their family because, like, they were just what great people. What a way to go, man. Freezing, not being able to breathe. And it was a family. It wasn't two brothers. Of, there were five brothers in their prominent family, but they were just, you know, on vacation trying to enjoy life. And then, you know, and, and it just – they were hella skiing and it just happened. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it makes you think. Like, yeah. wow. You know, because that, that's like never in a million years you think you're going on vacation and you're going to be buried alive, you know? No. Yeah. I just still can't get over that you go on vacation and don't have yourself a nice jack on the rocks at the end of the night to, to cool off. And like, so I'm, I'm like, I'm a big proponent of like, that's a nice way to relax. After you, oh, that- a lot of my friends do it. Some of my friends, I have like a bourbon and a cigar and I'm just like, but to me, I'm like, I just don't like the smell of that. They're like, Hey, you want to go and or like, Hey, let's go up to the roof and I have a cigar. I'm like, you can. And like, that's why it's like, even before you're like, Hey, I'm gonna go cigarette. I'm like, Hey, somebody take them upstairs. Beautiful. Roof yeah, yeah. There, so me, oh, honestly, so right now we're in York, Pennsylvania. What up? Shout White, out, White Rose, beautiful City. studio. So, and uh, you won't believe it, but some of the most, the prettiest sunsets are on this rooftop deck. Really? I'm talking. I've been in Hawaii. I've been right. all over the world. Australia. That that I don't know what color orange it is, but it's some of the pretty. You'll probably see it today. You'll be here. It's fucking crazy. I was not just expecting the view, like, you know, driving in here, it's got a nice view, getting over to see over the landscape and shit. Like, I didn't realize- Some places, yeah. I mean, some places you won't want to go. Like, <laughs> well, I'm they're, sure. They're, they're working on that. I think we need a, a new mayor in town. So. Oh, yeah? Are you running? No, Bill Hines I, for mayor? I actually probably could run and beat his ass, but- I bet um, you could. You know, but no, this mayor actually doesn't prescribe to what we were talking about. This this mayor will get like half crocked and then drive around and- <laughs> The good old boys, like uh, the, yeah. The, back in the day, man, that, that's how like uh, you know the cops talk about. Uh, old teachers talk about cops would pull them over drinking and driving, like in the fifties and shit. Oh yeah, you better get you know get in my car. I'm gonna drive you home. Like no seatbelts, no, no seatbelts. Toddler in the front seat. Oh yeah, climbing on the dashboard like it was a cat and shit. Eating raw hamburger meat. So I don't know. My grandmother would do it when I was younger, eating raw hamburger meat. And well, it's like sushi, I guess, right? It's like instead yeah, of the fish, this shit, you could yeah. get like fucking I don't salmonella, know, something or, yeah. botulism. That was Eventually, big... there was like something on news: don't eat raw hamburger meat. And it's like a no-brainer. It's the shittiest meat from the cow. Yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it's all ground up garbage. Um, 
but yeah, so I, I don't want to I don't want to say like a proponent of things. It's just I I think that um, for some people who are in funks, some people who are depressed, anxious, stuff like that. I think there's an alternative to these SSRIs that 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 people are uh, on. Yeah, yeah, to me, so those things. I know somebody that was just on one. I don't know what it was called, but I think Paxil was banned a long time ago, right? I don't know, but so what? It's like a serotonin type of drug, right? So. Somebody was on it, and then literally they quit cold turkey, and they fucking went nuts. Oh, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. They were just like – so my point is like, okay, like I think if my friends that have done weed – or I don't even know how you – like do weed, smoke – what? what yeah. the, the, how, do what, weed, uh, smoke pot. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Fucking hit a bowl, whatever they yeah. say. Uh, if they didn't do it one day, they're not going fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? They're not going nuts. Like whereas like this person – didn't get their like Paxil pill that next day. Oh yeah, and they're fucking like massive headaches and you know like I think like if you could skip a day with like smoking weed or people oh, yeah. doing that or even like but it, here's the thing. Conversely, I know people that need to have a drink or two. Like they come home from work, they need to do a couple beers or shots or whatever, and it, and and they don't do that right. If they don't do that, then they um, withdrawals. They get shaky. So there's only two drugs on this planet that if you quit cold turkey from, uh, you could die, go into seizures, die. One of them is alcohol. Yeah. And the second one are benzos. That's Xanax. So alcohol and Xanax are the two drugs that if you have a physical addiction to it, you need to wean off because if you quit... You could actually yeah. die going to seizures. See, see, to me, that's a drug you shouldn't take. Like, you should just, like, hey, if it's, like, fucking you're on it. And, and to me, I think there's too much reliance on, like, the, the like, prescription drugs. Like, I, I think, you know, like, to me, what, what like, again, I understand weed because it's, like, I wouldn't do it myself. And I don't want, like, you know, I don't, I, don't, I just don't feel, see, see the need of it. But, I mean, shit, it, it's grown outside. You right. Know what I mean, it's, like, a natural thing. And, and to me, I, like, personally, from my research, I think, like, weed is the far less dangerous of them all like meaning like alcohol to me should have more restrictions on it than weed for sure and then and the other thing too is like anything could be addicting like shit a big mac and a coke can be addicting oh yeah you know <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And, and or abusive like people are like yeah i'm gonna have the supersize that shit or right you know like skittles can be abusive so anyway that's just my take on it but i mean we could be talking about this and I, i'm gonna i want to i'm we're almost out of time here yeah we didn't even get into a lot of stuff we wanted to get into i but, know but let's talk like this like you know quickly we'll wrap up and like where, where are you going to be next in comedian like and where we can find your comedy shows we want to talk about that yes uh mention your podcast again so they follow you there and then i, I actually and you know maybe in a couple months have you back on and just like say hey how'd your first couple paid gigs go and, no doubt and, and are you on you know to make sure you know i actually hold you accountable to say hey are you any step closer to having your face on that bus yes dude i, I love that please uh please hold me accountable and uh yeah thank you for having me on i will definitely love to come back on uh if you want to uh, I got the upcoming show March 12th at the Producers Club. Uh, there's another show at the end of the month or the beginning of April that's uh, an even bigger show. I haven't posted it yet, but I will be posting that uh, relatively soon. Uh, Good Times Universe is where you can go for anything. Uh, all one word. Uh, Good Times U if you're looking for me on uh, Instagram. And uh, yeah, get ready, people, because... Uh, 
2023 is going to be filled with uh, me getting my stand-up chops down, and 2024 is going to be uh, my year. So I'm, I'm excited uh, for upcoming upcoming stuff. We look forward to it, everyone. Thank you for tuning in and watching and listening to the Thrillcast. Boom. Be good. Thrillcast.